Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Second hour of Oilers Now, Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Uh, in this hour, we'll get to our playoff predictions, and they have not been uh, pretty for some of us. I don't even – I know where I'm at. So, in fact, it's so bad, I've tried to forget it. And, and Brendan, just so you know, uh, 20 – certainly 2013-14, and at least two of the other last three years. So maybe three of – over a four-year run, I think I won this three of the four years. But this is not going to be. This has not been my. I went one and seven in round one. Who's? And I'll tell you why. Because I always play the favorites, right? I played the favorites, and this has been the year of the upset. Second hour of Oilers now is brought to you by our friends at Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT plotters, software. Now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money. All your devices managed at Digitex.ca. By the way, what are you at? Out of a uh, what? We've, we've had twelve series so far. That's right. How many? I'm I'm five for twelve right now. Are you leading? I am not leading. Jack and Reed are tied with six. Okay, and I'm at one. Yeah. Do you know how hard it is to be that bad? How do how do I didn't get one? Are you sure you got those right? 100%. I texted them in. I I, I was a, an off day for me, a parenting day, uh, two weeks ago on a Thursday. Oh man! Wow. Well, that's not good. You can reach us any time at the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Again, the River Cree has the cult June 7th. You can text us at 630-630 in our Heartland Ford text line with over $10 million in new and pre-owned inventory. They're one of the largest Ford dealers in Alberta. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. Follow us on Twitter, at Oilers Now. Follow me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and at Brendan Escott. You know, Brendan, Carolina. I mean, who saw them against Washington? And who saw them against the Islanders after the... No one saw the Islanders taking out Pittsburgh. Nobody saw Tampa Bay going out. Um, I think... And I had Calgary over Colorado to open with, and then I took Colorado against San Jose. So I, And I did take Dallas over St. Louis, though I think I had St. Louis over Winnipeg in round one. I think that's the only one I've gotten right so far. That's right, yep. Yikes. Well, just shows you... Don't listen to the guy that hosts the show. Uh, you can text us. Oh, look at this. An honest guy out of Calgary. I went 1-7 and seven in the first round and 2-2 two and two in round two. So there are some people out there. Uh, other texts come in on our Heartland Ford text line. Uh, I like Craig Simpson, but I disagree. The biggest need for the Oilers organization is scoring. Uh, 
need uh, two top six wingers. We would have been in the playoffs right now if that had happened. You can't have a second line with a fantastic center and uh, two fourth-line wingers. You just can't, and you can't score. Uh, look at Toronto. Our defensemen are mostly okay. Not great, but okay. Kara, Brodziak, Poliarvi, uh, and Benning till uh, was put with Sakara really hurt the team defensively. That's what the texter says. All the Oilers fans I know also think we we need two top six wingers somehow, some way. Our D in the system is already coming. That text comes to us from Grand Prairie. Um, all right, well, uh, you know, the Oilers traded Ryan Strom, who was in the three-hole. They The trade didn't work out. There's no other way to say it. Um, never were, He ended up scoring 18 goals with the Rangers. Now, I'm not saying he would have scored 18 with Edmonton, but he ended up scoring 18 goals. Lucic scoring six goals on a $6 million contract has been a killer. So that's that's one right there where you're paying a guy to be a top six winger offensively and he hasn't been able to produce offensively. Um, trading away Drake Kajula, who ended up in the top line for the Chicago Blackhawks. You know, mistakes like that that uh, didn't pan out, and that's why there's been a change um, with the president of hockey operation and the GM. I, I, I will say this. I actually believe that had the Oilers stayed the course with Todd McClellan and had they not traded Strom, and they remember they traded Strom two days before the, uh, or four days before McClellan was fired, had they not traded Strom uh, and had they uh, not done the, you know, had they had Strom and Kajula, that's two top nine guys, had they found a way at some point, some way to add another top nine forward and maybe to stem the tide with a D-man at some point, we might have had a different end to the season. I know people are going to say, well, the team is 10 points out. That's true. And they did have cap issues once Sekra came off, off, off the uh, cap. That's true, too. Now, what do you do differently moving forward? And that's where the text comes from. You know, they've got to change the makeup of their forwards. I will agree with the texter. I think they've got some defensemen coming that can, can change the complexion and makeup of the team. And i got to get a good backup. Uh why are you guys saying seven in the first round? There was eight. Round two, there was four. No, no, we're saying I was one and seven in round one. That's right. One and seven. That's pretty ugly. Uh, Greg and Red Deer says, Bob, the Oilers need Oliver ekman Larson. That's it. Well, if only it was that easy. Topher says, I'm undefeated. Topher, you would say you're undefeated. Troll. Uh, you can text us at 630-630, but at least you're having fun. Uh, this text comes in why is the compliance buyout on Milan Lucic not brought up plus in a year uh, you move or buy out Russell or Sekera solving this team's problems at least a year away then the horrible Manning acquisition is gone as well if you try to fix this in one year they'll only set, set it back even more well I think that Ken Holland will explore all options there could be a buyout of a player. I don't think that buyout would involve... I think you just got to ride it out uh, with Brandon Manning. But there could be a buyout, absolutely. And logic dictates that that could occur. He bought out uh, Stephen Weiss in, Dal- in uh, Detroit when he was there. Bob, question of the day. If there is no more old boys influence the team nowadays, why the heck is Mac T on the road uh, from, uh, with Ken Holland and Bakersfield? Mac T was already in Bakersfield when Holland flew down with Bob Nicholson. Mac T's overseen Bakersfield the last few years. 
That's been his job. So take it for what it's worth. You can text us at 630-630. Bob, would a team take Yamamoto and a 2020 first for Lucic? Thanks from Chris and Lacombe. That's pretty steep to be given up. Yeah, I think a team that would be, have cap issues would do that. I, I would not do that. You're giving up two first-round draft picks to divest yourself of a player. I had to look for um, a player that has struggled with another team that maybe could use a start. Remember, a, a certain percentage of Lucic's money has already been paid out in bonuses. And find a way for real dollar equilibrium to occur, but a cap benefit for the team that would acquire, you know, uh, Lucic. Maybe a team that's closer to the floor and would want to get uh, above the floor. That might be a mechanism that could occur. Again, you can text us at 630 Uh, Kelly says, Bob, I defended the good people of Boston yesterday, but after hearing their sports show radio guy hang up on the uh, Carolina Hurricanes beat reporter, my confidence is a bit shaken. Uh, Yes, there was a Boston radio show that had Chip Alexander on the phone, and they didn't like his, uh, I don't know, he said he didn't like his southern accent, and he hung up on them during the interview. I didn't hear it. That's what's been reported to each his own. Um, You know, try to be as polite as possible with guests. I think Spectre and myself had a guest about, oh, 12, 13 years ago, and the guy started ranting about Canada. And I believe we said, excuse me, uh, we're trying to be polite here, sir. So, And he just went nuts on Canada. And I was like, really? Are we, are we going to get into that? You know, it's kind of like the, uh, the witty American scribes that come into Canada and second-guess the music in a Canadian market. Okay. Oh, look at their—they're they're playing songs from the '80s in a in a Canadian market in a hockey rink. You know, how about something new? Well, you know what? You guys can have the newer music, and we'll have the more modernized gun laws. He can text us at six thirty six thirty. Tweet us at orders now. Email us orders now six thirty ched dot com. Uh, Bob, do you think that Jay Woodcroft gets any consideration for head coach of the Oilers, or do you think they'd want to keep him in Bakersfield for a while longer? If we sign a big-name coach to a five-year deal, I think we lose Woodcroft in a year or two, or another team uh, grabs him. I think we should keep him in the Oilers system. That one comes to us from Victor. Victor, uh, well, uh, Jay's had a, a terrific run, and Jay was part of that comeback last night. The way he's handled that team and the culture. I mean, remember, they banged off a 17-game winning streak. Right? They stole some games during that run because they created belief with their team. That's what good coaches and good managers do today. Uh, again, uh, Dan and LaRange has texted us to say this on our Heartland Ford text line. Bob, Louis Erickson for Milan Lucic straight across. There, I fixed it for you. Yeah, that one's been out there for a while. Red Deer says the same thing. Luch to Vancouver for their, uh, their Swede with a bad contract. Um, yeah. Bob, you mentioned bonuses uh, being paid out to Lucic. What has he possibly done to earn a bonus? Just asking for Mark. Well, it's a signing bonus. It's not... There's no bonuses unless you're over 35 as a player now for performance bonus, uh, bonuses. There's performance bonuses on entry-level contracts. That's contract number one. And then there's signing bonuses on deals that were structured like Lucic. Like Jerry Johansson, he did a real good job 
in that deal for his client, for Milan Lucic. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Bob, I'd have no interest in Louis Erickson, says Hank in St. Albert. I'd rather target a guy like Sutter. He can replace Brodziak as the fourth center next year. What else would the Oilers have to add from Hank and St. Albert? Oh, I think on that one they'd have to add at least a prospect and maybe eat a quarter of the money because Sutter's making 4.5, and he'd be the third-line center for Edmonton. Problem with Sutter, he's been hurt a lot. Uh, Bob, Ken Holland spoke of sacrifice, financial sacrifices. Is it at all possible for Milan Lucic's contract to be renegotiated? No. There's one course of action that Lucic can take, okay? And uh, that course of action is if Jerry Johansson and Milan Lucic elected to terminate the contract. And I don't see that happening. I don't even think the NHLPA would allow it to happen. (laughs) Hey, Bob, where is Cam Talbot? Did you see that text that came in on... (laughs) That's what I'm laughing at right now. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Should we read it? Let's have some fun with it. What the hell, Bob? Two firsts to get rid of Lucic? To get rid of Lucic? Tell Chiarelli to quit texting the show. That one comes to us from Jay. I can tell you right now there's a lot of things Peter Chiarelli might be doing right now. Listening to the show is not one of them. Uh, Shaner, Bob, do you think the hiring of Holland will attract some free agents? Um, I don't know. I think that who's the head coach going to be is going to matter in terms of potential free agents. But I think the... Uh, the big, the biggest thing that Edmonton, Edmonton's got a lot of things going for it, contrary to maybe what some of the trollsters out there sending your way in uh, the Twitterverse. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl are very attractive reasons for certain free agents to come to Edmonton. I'll tell you that right now. Passionate fan base. If you're if you're a guy that loves hockey, and uh, you got you know. Passionate fan base, great building, absolutely. Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl will help out as well. Um, Corey from Vancouver Island has texted the show. Bob, do you think Lucic to New Jersey for Corey Schneider would work? I'd have to take a look at that. Uh, Corey Schneider had a tough year at the Devils. And remember, Milan's got a no-movement clause. Not sure how good... I, I think it's going to be a really interesting next 14 months for the New Jersey Devils organization. We shall wait. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. 
Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. 120 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. You can text us at 630-630. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. We'll be back after this. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. You can text us at 630-630, tweet us at Oilers Now, email us OilersNow at 630Chad.com. James and Lloyd Minster has texted us on our Heartland Ford text line. Bob, Lucic is going to go to a budget team for an equally bad contract, perhaps a solution. Lucic is only 625000 in real dollars per season on a buyout. Is that right? Kessler and Schneider are two guys who'd be more in real dollars to buy out, but their cap hits are much better than Lucic's would be. Of course, they have no moves, but maybe they waive for a chance to get out of their contracts and start fresh elsewhere. Just an idea from James and Lloyd Minster. I'll have to look into all the numbers on those three players that you mentioned. Um... This text comes in, no one wants to play in Edmonton unless they get paid. City's pretty lame compared to others in the NHL. You know what? That's that's uh, there, there are people that put that out there, and uh, I would suggest that every market has its strengths and its weaknesses. There are players that want to play in Canada where hockey matters. I know of a couple. Might be a guy that didn't want to be traded from here because he knew it mattered. And you like playing here. You can text us at 630-630. Some guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton South, Downtown, Northside, and Shirt Park. For those of you asking about Brian Burke, we've moved him to 135 today by request from Brian. So he will be coming up for our friends at Canadian Power Pack. Alberta's a leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication, and solar. All right, Brendan, uh, we got about four minutes to fill here. What are you at? You're at six and six or five and seven? I am five and seven. All right. You're going first on the Eastern Conference series between Boston and Carolina. So basically, I look at this, Bob, and say, how long can the Cinderella story last for Carolina? There's going to come a point, in my opinion, where they just simply don't have the horses to compete with the team. I think that's going to come against Boston. Boston is a strong team. They are perennially there. You talk a lot about the leadership that they have. Uh, I know Chara uh, in, on ice has not been what he once was. That's glaringly obvious, but they still have Bergeron. Uh, Marchand can take over a series. So all this is to say uh, it, that, again, like Craig said, if, if Tuka Rask can keep it together between the pipes, I've got Boston taking that one in five. I will give Carolina a game. All right, I'll take Carolina. Just for the hell of it. Maybe I can go, uh, let's see, I'm at 1-11. Maybe, yep. maybe I can go 1-14, so I'll take Carolina. Here's why. It's the puck pressure that they're playing with that's creating the opportunities. They're funneling. You heard Alan May on the show, what, yesterday? They're funneling everything to the goal. Uh, their defense is good, and they can really move the puck. We all knew their defense was good. Uh, Falks had a bounce back year this year. Slavin... I watched way too much Carolina Hurricanes hockey for about two years because Derek Ryan was on the team. Uh, you knew their defense was coming. Uh, from an analytics perspective, their their team was better than everybody thought, and they've got good enough goaltending, and McElhaney is a very competitive uh, backup pushing Mrazek. And I look at Boston. Carolina's got to have game one tonight for me without McAvoy in the lineup. I will say this. To me, Chard does not look like the same guy that no. he's been in the past. Like teams, When you see smaller players knocking him on his butt as much as they have, 
that's uh, that's an interesting one. Now the West, we have San Jose and St. Louis. So, oh boy, uh, I'm going to hear it from Fear of the Fin here. Okay, I am. I'm going to take the Blues. I know San Jose seems like a team of destiny. You get that call that they got against Vegas. And, uh, you know, you get the four goals to come back. Even last night, like, you know what? Full credit to their video uh, team video coordinator. Video coach did a great job picking up that Landis Skog had. But I was a little bit lucky, too, frankly. Like, you know, Colorado could have won that game. They could have won that series. Mm-hmm. Um, St. Louis, I'll take St. Louis in six. I'll take Carolina in six, and I'll take St. Louis in six. Uh, I, I also would, frankly, because of the, the Edmonton connections to Colton Pareko and Jay Bomeister, even Patrick Maroon, I think I'd prefer seeing St. Louis win that series. So I'm going to take the Blues in six. And from what I looked into today, that's the popular pick is Blues and, and in about six games. This is an absolute toss-up. You look at the depth on each of these teams, it's, in my opinion, very similar. Um, the Blues might have a little bit more offensive firepower, but you can counter that by saying a guy like Timo Meyer is, is, he can fall between the cracks of some of the bigger names in San Jose. So uh, they did win the, the series when they met in the conference final back in 2016. San Jose advanced to the cup final. San Jose also won the season series this year so I think uh, ultimately with the way that Brent Burns and Eric Carlson have been humming in these playoffs Pavelski returns they get the emotional boost and they get a great player back might I add so uh, then to me it falls on Martin Jones what which Martin Jones are they going to get I've been saying that all playoffs long so uh, that might not matter as much if they have the guys the top guns uh, defensively playing in front of them the way that they have been but I'm taking San Jose in that one and I'm taking them in six games and I see that I'm the only one who has picked San Jose I'm the outlier there so Bob you're the outlier in picking Carolina everybody else here has picked Boston Jack taking Boston in five Reed taking Boston in four and uh, Jack Reed's taking Boston in four he's taking the sweep yeah okay one other thing I'd like to mention about Carolina, Bob, I think that they've been really riding the wave of momentum, particularly on home ice. Their crazed fans have really gotten behind yep. this whole bunch of jerks movement. I don't know that that's going to phase Boston quite the way that it might phase other teams. They have too many guys that have been Well, there. and historically, Boston's always had Carolina's number, right? Haven't they? Just about always. Over the years, dating all the way back to the days of Boston and Hartford. So we shall see. Mm-hmm. There we go. What a brutal year. Hey, I had a year where I picked L.A. to win the Cup in 2013-14, and uh, they were down 3 nothing to San Jose, and everybody was laughing at me, and back came the Kings, and guess what? They won the Cup, and I get texters right now. Epstein's mother, Bob, how come you never mentioned Daryl Sutter as a coaching option for the Edmonton Oilers? Uh, we'll take a timeout. It's 128 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. And when we come back, Brian Burke for Canadian Power Pack. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.